Welcome to Hosted by Hive, a podcast by the publicist for the publicist. I'm Jesse Marshall, the founder of Hive. Throughout these episodes, you'll be joined by myself and the bees to talk all things PR. The only thing I remember that everyone frothed over was the PDF thing. Yeah, because when you copy and paste from PDF, that's all like fancy and looks pretty. It, it contains coding. So when you put it into your CMS system, it fucks it up. There you go. Just set it right. <laughs> well, I hope everyone was listening. <laughs> <laughs> no more PDFs. No more PDFs. She's spoken. <laughs> We're actually joined today by Bex Scanlan. Woo! Everybody. She's here with Hosted. She was actually our first guest for our live events, which is super exciting to have her back. She doesn't know why she's here. <laughs> I've got no idea. I'm slightly scared. You've had a rundown. <laughs> But if you're sending PDFs, please stop. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) We've brought her back because those that couldn't attend the event uh, last year when we first started this, I think it was like, when was it? June? I think it was June. Mm. Yeah. With the soft serve with the olive oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. Bex works for Australia's largest news site. She'll tell you that as well if you email her incorrectly. (laughs) She's been a very good friend of Hive's, so she's here so that you guys can finally hear from her first what she wants. So let's dive in. Bex, if I'm a publicist, which I am sometimes, (laughs) wanting to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? I feel like this is the million dollar question. Everyone wants to know the best way to contact um, journalists at news.com.au, the best way to kind of cut through. And I think it's a really difficult one to answer. If it was me, if I was in your shoes, I think I would be looking at familiarizing myself with the content that we produce and trying to communicate with me in that manner. That would be my top tip. You need to be a really good reader of the news site to know how you write because there is otherwise, you're not a listicle writer. You're not writing about the top 10 mm-hmm. moisturizers. Like that's not what you're writing about. And I think people get really confused by that. Yeah, definitely. It's a really challenging time to be a publicist. I can totally acknowledge that, even though I'm not in your shoes, because you have to pitch to a variety of different publications and we all have unique voices and tones. And I think most importantly, audiences, our readers are so different. So you might have one product, one story, but you have to position it in a completely different way for news.com.au versus one of our competitors. But when you're on my side and you're receiving a pitch that perhaps is more suited to a women's weekly magazine or something like that, it can be a bit frustrating because it feels like it's a bit of a waste of my time. Yeah. And your inbox is insane (laughs) it's a full-time job on its own honestly yeah i would not envy your inbox i mean my inbox and george's inbox can be out of control at times but but not like that no (laughs) not like that not that not like that now tell us so if we pitch subject line what do you like if it was me if i was in your shoes i think i would go about it by putting like a bit of a a news.com.au style headline like how would you sell that story to our audience i'm not asking for it to be perfect not asking for it to be correct but just to give me an idea of like what you think the kind of the gem the star of the story is in that pitch because i just don't have time to read these five six hundred word kind of email pitches that i get often those pictures are great to have in my inbox so that you know in a few months time if I was writing that story I can refer back to it and I have all of the sort of background information but that's not gonna 
make me choose that story from the 300 emails that I've got that day. So I would like to see more people kind of get creative and kind of think about the headlines that would work for our audience and put that in the subject line. Because if I saw a headline that was almost ready to go, I'd be like, Fuck yeah, that's the story I want to do. It's made my job easier, for sure, that's for sure. You know, we finally got your attention. The <laughs> subject worked. <laughs> Tell us what it needs to include. Do you need photos? Do you need quotes? Do you need a long-ass email, just dot points? Like stats? Mm. I would say keep it short and sweet uh, if it's just a pitch. You know, if I'm... If I've agreed to a story or I've asked for more information, then obviously hit me with more all of the things. But I would keep the initial pitch like short and sweet, maybe kind of a little bit of a synopsis about the, say we're talking about a beauty brand, which I know Hive has quite a few of. Maybe think about a bit of a synopsis about the person behind the brand, whatever their bestsellers are, how many people are buying these products. I'd kind of keep it short and sweet, some bullet points. We love that. We love a bullet (laughs) point. You'll be hearing from me next week. (laughs) I don't doubt it. (laughs) I've worked with you for a really long time and this is a throwback and might be triggering for some, but COVID, you obviously openly spoke about how much product packaging and press kits that were obviously like sent to you personally. Now, we're obviously out of that era. God. (laughs) So as a PR who wants to sample product to you, how should we do that now? Yeah, I mean, I know obviously in COVID was when I was talking about it on Instagram, which I think is why you're mentioning it. But I think it's a hot topic at the moment. There's an influencer who's getting a lot of clap back for doing like, she went on holiday and she came back and she she had like these huge monstrous piles of... She's um, American, isn't she? Yeah, she was actually in Australia. That's why she um, oh. has gone back home and found all of these. And uh, it's like four days worth of like videos that she's doing. It's yeah. a whole series. It's like mountains of product. Yeah. And it sparked a conversation that is a bit more current, but absolutely to the point of what we discussed before in June about um, packaging and like whether or not you're actually going to use these products. I think I'd like to see less frills with the with the send outs which I know is so hard for you guys because you want it to like stand out and you want it to appear on Instagram and you want people to share it but there's still quite a few brands that are sending things that aren't recyclable or they're huge and inconvenient to dismantle and that really is a word to describe some of the send outs that you get (laughs) I once received a tiny uh, beauty product in a giant block of ice that I had a notification from the courier doc at News Corp saying they had to uh, kind of take it apart immediately (laughs) because it was like a health hazard so um, just things to think about for brands I think. creativity is one thing yeah inconvenience is another yeah I don't envy you it's very hard yeah we I don't feel like we do many extravagant things anymore do we we try to pair it back it's also easier for like even influencers to receive huge big boxes full of stuff mm-hmm. yeah I also like feel like we love a cake love a cake yeah but guys think about our waistlines <laughs> yeah but you love a cake mm-hmm. or like a chocolate mousse <laughs> that went out today. That went That's out why today. George is talking about it. That's why there's chocolate mousse on the couch. <laughs> yeah, the white couch, which isn't meant to have anything on. Yeah, did, did I get a chocolate mousse? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. I do have to say as well, as a editor or a journalist, for me or how I kind of view it is you guys are there to receive the product. Mm. Sure, sometimes we might send flowers or cakes or chocolate Mm. mousse, (laughs) but generally I'm not looking at it like I need you to upload about this. Like whilst when you upload, I'm grateful. Yeah. 
your job actually is to potentially write about this. So I look at it differently. Whereas if it is going to talent chore, yeah. then I think, yeah, maybe it does need the chocolate mousse. <laughs> yeah, it gets stressed up because that does sit on social media because that's where their platform is. Whereas mm. yours is online at news.com.au. Yeah, absolutely. And also a lot of our media organizations have quite strict guidelines and rules about what we can upload. You know, particularly when you're a large platform, the watchdogs and things do what they are monitoring what we're putting out so we have to be really careful about what we put on our personal social medias too as a publicist i often find the chase annoying and i know at other agencies the manager or director is quite strict on following up calling or better yet chasing down for a reply tell us when is too much because um, i don't make g do that obviously d- <laughs> <laughs> <Lies>. <laughs> calling. <laughs> yeah i mean the chase is annoying on the receiving end too we do kind of have a bit of a rule in our office i can't talk for everyone but if you've emailed us twice and you've not heard back from us that's usually quite a good indication that the story is like a no but you know I think it can be quite overwhelming probably is the right word to be on the receiving end if you think if only 10% of the people who are pitching to me on a daily basis are ringing me emailing me instagramming me doing crazy things to get my attention it's a lot because you know it's quite scary sometimes. <laughs> What's the craziest thing that's ever happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> she got so excited. <laughs> I She's been wanting to share this. I actually have quite a good story because I've become friends with this PR now, so hopefully he won't mind me sharing it. Oh, it's fine because Delivery doesn't exist anymore, so it's gone. But he worked at Deliveroo and he was, like, desperate to get my attention. Um, I thought they got bought back. Didn't someone oh God. buy them? Didn't Woolworths buy them? I'm not a finance journalist, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. Anyway, he doesn't work there anymore. He said he was so desperate to get my attention that he created... I had no idea, by the way, that it was fake. He created this gold card, and I got sent this gold delivery card, and I literally thought I was the tits. I was like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, I've got this card. I can get delivery whenever I want. And it was just him manning this email account every time I emailed and said can I have like xyz and it was just him being like order it send it out and and it was because he said he since said to me like oh I was just so desperate to get your attention I had to think like what do what can I do creativity yeah how cool is that I'm the only person in Australia that has a gold delivery do you still have one yeah, it's, oh, wow. it's absolutely worthless now because Deliveroo's <laughs> gone under. But And he no longer works there. So when the new PR came over, I was like, hey, does my gold card still work? And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody knows about this email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah I feel so like funny. that's quite cool, though. Mm. Like, that's a cool stalker What a great way to get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to get our attention? That's like catfishing, though. That is a total catfish. <laughs> you should have actually written that as a story. I got, I got catfish. catfish. by delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we're not going to stalk you or create <laughs> fake emails, or if one of the listeners here today does not know you and they're like, but I'm really desperate. <laughs> how? Patience, perseverance, <laughs> and a good pitch. I think yeah, that would be it. Difference. Yeah, because even even when I have a great pitch and I have stories, and I do, I have like what I like to think of as like a little bank of yarns in my inbox in the back of my mind that like on a moment where I've got an hour, I'm like, oh, I'll just bash that story out. Even when I have great stories, 
I don't get to them instantly. I know that sounds a little bit insane considering I work at the biggest news site in the country. There's so much news that you have to get through and only so much time in a day. So it really is about finding these little pockets of time where you can do a story about uh, a brand creator or a viral product because there's so much other news in the cycle that day that you have to get through first. So yeah. So be patient is a really key thing, I think, because often when I say yes and I commit to stories, I then get hounded in a new way. It's like, when are you going to do this story? When are you going to do this story? We sent you the answers two weeks ago, and I'm like, ah, it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I can't talk for other journalists, but I feel like I'm quite good at, like, once I've committed and I've said yes, it will happen just Bear with me. <laughs> Give me time. <laughs> yeah, there's also, I. you did it the other day with your Kim Kardashian sauna. Mm-hmm. No, not sauna. The uh, solariums. Solariums uh, story. You know, if you've got an expert, get in touch. You know, that sometimes you do put a call out out there. So that's the perfect opportunity as well. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram, guys. <laughs> this is Bex. <laughs> Bex with an X. It's like sex, but with a B. <laughs> <laughs> She has said that before. <laughs> it's handy. It helps people like remember. Also, if you didn't know, don't put a K. She'll oh. kill you. Oh, yeah. Pet peeve. <laughs> Pet peeve. I have seen that happen a fair few times before. It happens to me daily. It's like journalism 101 though, right? Get someone's name right. I learned that the first day I went to university. It's a good So uni. is that like PR 101 as well? People still get it wrong. People still get it's it wrong. It's in my bloody Instagram handle. Anyway. It's fine. If you've called me Beck before, it's fine. I don't mind. But just don't personalize <laughs> don't it. Don't do on it a again. Pillowcase or something. <laughs> <laughs> Last and final question 2024. Mm-hmm. New year. New us. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Media has obviously, over the course of time, changed heaps. We know that. Checkout, which is the affiliate platform, is obviously kicking off. So that's great. You're not on that. You're purely editorial. My colleagues are on that and it's part of news.com.au. So it's a huge element of the business though. Yeah, yeah so important. Huge. But what do you think is going to be something important this year for your site and platform and just media in general? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting time actually. I know at news.com.au we're really focusing on video a lot so we I don't know if anyone spied it on the home page but we have a new kind of vertical video carousel that actually sits between the breaking news and the lifestyle verticals at the moment so actually I did see that yeah so it's quite a key um, like area that we're pushing so we're always looking for video that we can put within our stories um And I mean, in terms of like from a brand perspective, that can be kind of, it doesn't have to be original content, but if we're doing a story on say, um, Bang and Body, you know, and there's some great influencer content or there's some great organic content that's on TikTok, you know, just flicking that to us so we can cut a little video that goes within, that sits within the article. So we're not just thinking about the words anymore. Um, It's definitely about how we can bring that story to life. To life, yeah, the visual element. Yeah. Um, And I think something that people tend to forget a lot about as well is just, you know, everyone focuses on the homepage, which is a key part of uh, the 
how we drive our audiences to our content. So we don't want to forget about it, but there are some other key kind of columns of how we get people in, which are SEO and um, social. So the, the three that we kind of focus on are, are search, social and homepage. And those are really fascinating kind of because you can create different content for different audiences, even though we're under the same brand. Um, I know a lot of the people that read stories through our Facebook, for example, aren't necessarily coming to our homepage. So we tend to get a bit of a boost if a story is kind of popping off over there. In Lifestyle, we last year launched our own Facebook page, a bit of a side project to the main news.com.au Facebook page. And that is just because it's such a great way to get additional kind of click-throughs and new UAs. We're always driving for new audience numbers as well. New eyeballs on the site. Growth, growth, growth. 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 <laughs> 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 well, yeah, our Gen Zs, they're getting all their... Where are you getting your news from? TikTok. TikTok. Mm, or Instagram. Yeah. Bit of both, to be honest. But our little, we do every morning, we do obsessive behaviours. It's all TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Anything the girls ever send, we have a group chat. It's the B chat. And yes, they have to send through in the morning something that they've seen overnight. Everything is TikTok related. Everything. I'm like, hello, does no one just... My first site that I go to in the morning is news.com.au. So it's really funny, obviously, the difference in generation because they just send me TikToks. (laughs) From a media organization perspective, though, that shift is quite complicated for us because we have a huge audience on TikTok. We jumped on that quite early and Mm. my colleagues on the social desk have done a fabulous job of like building that I think there's over a million people already on our TikTok but you know that doesn't actually drive um, clicks so it doesn't necessarily convert so a lot of our content on there is just for brand awareness yeah the brand awareness element is the exact same for our brands as well because it's it's different to Instagram in that at the moment or previously I think they've just introduced link clicks recently but you haven't been able to do that so it is a brand awareness exercise or it's to get like bite-sized information really quickly I find so many stories on TikTok yeah and so many story ideas like even to talk about that Kim Kardashian one that you mentioned Mm. earlier you know that was off the back of a TikTok that she did yeah and then so many people kind of jumped on that and were like what is she thinking um, promoting sunbeds and so that creates a story for you know people that work in the beauty space people that work in in news and it's just such a great resource and a tool I think and any journalist and PR and brand I would say that isn't using that tool at the moment they are they're missing missing out, out. oh could not <laughs> could not agree more mm. it's such a great tool and if you haven't yet jumped on it you need to yeah and like you could get so many I I think if I was a brand owner, which I'm clearly not, but (laughs) if I was, I would definitely be kind of utilizing that because I think a lot of things don't convert in an email. A lot of like brand ideas, the the activations and things that people do, I know you guys do quite a few of them, but sometimes when you put those onto social media, you get organic kind of response and reaction from um, Aussies and local people and that can really make a great yarn I think we did one didn't we with the Jacinta that I, that wasn't, oh, yeah. wasn't actually TikTok but it was on Instagram she yeah. posted mm. a picture and um, 
it was this really great sun safety campaign that you did with Sunsi. Sunsi, and you know it was a really great story, but the headline was like, oh, wh what's the headline? What's the headline? And kind of trawling through the comments, everyone was just losing their minds at the fact that she looked like a young Demi Moore. And I was like, well, there's my headline, guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Look at the comments. Yeah. Also, I. And I think this is a, sometimes a missed opportunity is reviews. So, like, website reviews. Mm. It's the same as kind of comments, right? It's like people or verified customers that are leaving reviews saying they're, like, obsessed or, like, this is amazing or it fits so well if it's a piece of clothing or make molds to my body or, like, whatever it is. Because you can hook off that. Mm -hmm. It's the same as a, a, a comment on Instagram or TikTok. Same thing. Yeah. Well, definitely. guys, <laughs> you heard it here first. Hope you took some notes. I know I did. <laughs> Yeah, George is pitching to you next week. I've already got them lined up. Oh, gosh. Pray, <laughs> pray for me. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. I think I think I didn't have much choice, to be honest. <laughs> you got bribed with the chocolate mousse, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, it's the chocolate mousse. Well, thanks. Thank you so much. And thanks to our listeners. We will speak to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Hosted. If you have any burning questions, send us a DM or an email. In the meantime, keep buzzing.